Hello, everybody, and welcome to Generally Casuals. <laughs> welcome to Generally Casuals. Welcome to Generally Casuals, the place where you can learn anything and everything through our ADHD brains. Casually. Casually. <laughs> um, so, if you this is your first time here, we talk about different topics, whatever influences us week to week. And that's kind of the the theme of our show. It's the uh, that's more come, or less come here is. week to week if you just want to jump around with us through topic to topic. Uh, the past couple of weeks we've been a little more political, uh, but if you check out like our whole like podcast list, you can see a lot of the, the it, themes and topics are very specified. And, and we're random. learning, yeah, random, but we're learning through it. So and don't mind me and how I sound. My face is exploding. Yeah, so today might be a little shorter day. So. Yeah. Um, today we're talking about social interactions and how they have changed throughout the years. Uh, today we're just talking very casually about this, not to reinforce our name, but because my brother and I were like, what's something easy we can talk about that's not political, even though we have a lot of political things going around about us. And <laughs> First of which is Tucker Carlson getting canned. <laughs> yeah. But we're not going to talk about that. No, also, I don't think we need to say anything other no, than that. And also, there was a huge lawsuit against Fox. Uh, but, you know. Well, yeah, two, actually. Yeah. And some text messages one, came one, out that were really funny. One got settled. Yeah. That, I, think, I think that was part of the one that one. got settled. That their text messages had to come out where they yes. actually appear to be not crazy people. And they actually go, wow, I hate some of the stuff we Th- talk about. This whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah. I can't believe anybody's believing this. Yes. But then they go on news and then they speak nonsense. Yeah. I'm like, Wow. Corporate chills. Uh, anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, right, he'll get picked up by my, OAN my, or Newsmax or anything. Yeah, else. you know, uh, we were kind of. Oh, I guess my brother was kind of inspired by the way he has been going on through life and more socially, recently how it's changed over the I, past couple of years, especially post pandemic. I was gonna say since COVID, it has definitely been the case. I feel like um, I have been lacking social interaction. A lot. Uh-huh. Um, my wife actually has been more social, um, and she spends a lot more time doing things socially in different ways. Um, she's adapted really well. Um, so I'm sure we'll kind of go through each of these things, but I just wanted to kind of go through. So uh, one of the ways is to be socially online through gaming, which I used to do a lot, but I really don't do that anymore. Um, up until probably this year, well, where I'm gonna be playing a new game tomorrow, and, um, and definitely socially interacting with people through that game. Yeah, minorly, because it's not the most social game. But in yeah. June, um, Diablo Four comes out, and I'll definitely be doing more social stuff with that. Um, but the other way, um, because she's, uh, she's a DM and she does Dungeons and Dragons things. She does that a lot socially as well. So she does it in person as well as online. Um, And there are a number of different tools and other things like that that she uses um, to be social and hang out with people as well. Yeah. uh, And if we're kind of reflecting on the pandemic a couple years now, the great year of 2020. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, my brother and I and Kirsten, we started really it hit the kiddo a lot harder. Um, oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. uh, she couldn't adapt as well as we could because we already had social lines set up and people to play with. Um, 
where we actually, I think we all grew closer as a family for the most part. Well, besides our parents, but, um, <laughs> and through playing with each other online a lot, talking to each other, um, I grew really, I grew, well, I didn't grow closer. I always knew my buddies across the state, uh, but it allowed for us to have time to grow and talk with each other more often than I did when I was you know, back to my day-to-day work life uh, because I didn't have to go into school to teach. I would just teach online. So in between teaching online, I would talk to people a lot more. Richard was in the same case, sort of. Yeah, uh, I mean, I still went into work the whole pandemic. So yes, I, but I did have a didn't have to see at as many people as for some of it, as you did. Yeah. Um, and that was the the same case as a lot of my friends is like interacting with each other. I mean, we started the podcast, this podcast, this and I true. also started. Uh, my friends and I um, started the Anime Casuals channel. Uh, there's a lot of like productive ideas and booms that happen while we had the time to think about it. Just like, well, we got time to do whatever we want, and it really changed the way that we interacted with each other. Um, and on our little note sheet, there's like a little factoid at the bottom. That since the pandemic, um, there has been a growing popularity of experimental, experiential events. Uh, people are seeking out immersive and unique experiences that offer something beyond the traditional dinner and a movie type of outing. Like escape rooms, interactive art installations, and pop-up events. And as Richard was asking me, or telling me, he was like, if you want to share a little bit about your life. Well, the past couple of months even we've tried to do a couple of escape rooms which we still have to set up i have two coupons for that thing because we still have to set up well i was gonna say it as part of that like the storm broke one of the escape rooms yeah so yeah um i went to an interactive art installation that was about the iss the Inter- International oh, Space, Space Station. Station. Yeah. Okay. Where you put on some VR goggles and you can kind of explore what it's like to be up there with little videos. Um, they took the first 360 videos up there and they made this oh, installation. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, there's been several other things that we've gone to do a Stranger Things exhibit. Uh, oh, yeah. That was that, cool. Yeah. That was like six or seven months ago. It was right before Corey headed out. Um, yeah. It was right over summer. Halloween. Yeah. Oh, uh, Halloween. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was I was after you. Left. I don't know why I put in Corey like le- leaving super early on, yeah. and, like over summer. But he didn't leave until like. <laughs> then I left in like August. Yes. Um. So that was really fun, and we've been trying to find all these strange events to go out to because they're more interactive than just going. Hey, you want to go have dinner? Yeah. You want to just hang out at a house? <laughs> I mean, the good thing is, is a lot of these like events and things like that tend to not be super expensive either um so they're usually like less than 50 bucks a person um for like unique activities yeah um obviously like movies and other things like that they you know with food and everything else can be like 30 bucks a person Mm -hmm. um but i don't know these ones are kind of more unique and it's it's interesting it's interactive as well it's not just you sitting yeah you can watch a movie from home you don't have to and go to the what's interesting is like, do you think any of that would happen without the pandemic? I think some of it would. Like, I think some of these, I mean, escape rooms obviously would anyway. Yeah. I, I think there would be more niche um, and other things like that. But I, what I do find interesting is that uh, 
even during the pandemic, they found interesting um, ways for creative avenues, which I like as an example, the Stranger Things thing that we did, which was at the Armory in San Francisco, was yeah. a, an in-person thing. But during the pandemic, they did a drive through event oh, yeah. down in L.A., um, and so it's interesting that that kind of evolved at a pandemic as well to then do these different things because otherwise they could have kept the drive through like drive through things have already been a thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, they have like dinosaurs and other things like that, like ice age dinosaurs and whatnot, where they're just drive through events or walk through. Oh events. yeah. That was a dinosaur thing that we went and experienced with the kiddo. Yeah. And they, they have that stuff. That's actually really big and like, um, the UK, they've they've done a couple things and, and brought those over here. Um and obviously there's like Disney on Ice or you know, stuff at the arena or they would also like have drive through concerts, at least with the pandemic. I think those have reduced down because people yeah, are like yeah. I'm why, not why do we this. need to drive through this? Let's we'll just Well, um, I was gonna say that was were actually really cool as well, as they did like drive in uh comedy. Like, you would do drive-in, and then they'd have a stage set up outside. Drive directly into the building. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, you know, now that we're... Well, not really post-pandemic, technically, because we still have got rules in effect. But as the restrictions for the pandemic are winding down, um, it's interesting to see how people have now dealt with the situation. Uh, I think a big thing that... Everybody jumped on to real quick was the power of Zoom, FaceTime, and Discord. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I have never been in as many Discord groups until after the pandemic where everybody's like, yeah, well, why don't we just make a Discord group and then we can chat there? Or why don't we just make this online group and then we can chat over like a Facebook group or something else? And people are really, really using the power of online resources and the, the power of hanging out in person is not as big of a thing anymore because like we like I did when I was growing up in middle school and high school, talking to people online sometimes is just as, you know, meaningful as talking to people in person. Yeah, I mean I would agree with that. I think uh I mean I don't use Discord as much as I used to before the pandemic. Um, but that obviously has to do with like the games and other things I was playing. Uh, but Discord is an extremely useful tool because they've added so much more um, to it. Like you can do movie nights um, through Discord now. You can do uh, – it's not just a voice chat or like a text chat like channel thing. There are so many different ways that people have adapted Discord to like server maintenance and a bunch of other stuff. Like I'm in a giant server, which I'm probably going to end up leaving sooner rather than later, where it's like – Four different clubs as part of a game and then there's like a handful like there's it's a massive server um and there's all different ways you can interact there's different ways that you can do stuff um in addition to like the voting you know text um things like that so it's kind of fascinating how a lot of this has evolved out of people being forced to communicate in these ways yeah uh and i've I mostly appreciate all the thing ways we're evolving because finding unique ways to hang out, like even just the base escape room, uh, which I would totally love to do a podcast about, like figuring out how they started and then figuring how out. escape rooms. Started? Yeah. Yeah. Um, doing something interesting like that with friends, I think makes a lot, a longer lasting experience in your head than 
just going, hey, why don't we all gather around? We're going to watch some TV together. Doing more exciting things together, I think, kind of really hones in you're making the most of your time. Yeah. Um, I know, like, day-to-day, I try to, like, watch a lot of entertainment. I try to watch a lot of anime day-to-day um, as part of homework for my other channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but, like... At certain times, I feel like, oh, well, if I'm going to hang out with people, I might as well make it interesting. Like, I have a friend in Utah who, shout out to you, Nathan, um, that every time we're, we're like, hanging out, either we're just chatting for hours or, you know, I go, hey, let's play this game we haven't played in, like, six months. Uh, you know, let's do this thing that we haven't done in a while. Uh, anytime we go down to him to hang out with him, we go for a hike. We do something physical interesting. Activities. Yeah, we I, do some physical activity. By the way, side note. I'd like to do that again. I th- Golf, hike. Oh, no, I was gonna say like our. I feel like shout out to Corey now. Um, like that experience of going out and camping there, like yeah. doing the, oh, the like physical activity yeah. and things like that. Doing the the water, uh, the tubing thing that we that did was so fun. Yeah, like it's it's one of those activities that it's like it's unique for the year. Yes, and so it'd be nice to do that. Maybe we don't have to go back to Utah, like oh. if, if Nathan wants to come with us somewhere else. But it's so nice to be able to just go out for a weekend yeah. and just do that. Yeah. And I think that's part of it is that it, in funnily enough, in cooping everybody inside for so long, at least we've gotten appreciation for going back outside. Um, I, well, I was going to say me working for the parks department. I know that that's actually in my county, in our county specifically, our visitation and attendance in all parks has like doubled yes because people are ready to you know do more outside things after being shut inside for a year and a half yeah a lot more people in the parks a lot more people getting outside yeah um just doing hikes doing activity based things um because it's a place where you can feel safe being around people where you can immediately walk away if you need to walk away type yeah yeah um I think in other uh, other avenues like that, I want to go back to doing hiking or some kind of uh, physical activity. In my own life, I started to pick up doing swords and grappling uh, every Tuesday. It was a spur-of-the-moment thing from one of my friends. Shout-out to you, Megan. A lot of shout-outs. Uh, <laughs> she basically said, I'm going to go do this thing. You guys come. And we're like, okay. She asked us. She didn't say we're going. No, <laughs> that's not Megan like. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to go do this thing. You need to come with me. Yeah. Okay. She's like, I'll do it. you want to come along? And we were like, yeah, of course we are. Uh, we started doing the sword stuff. And then that led me to do learning how to do uh, hand-to-hand grappling. And this has been a good, uh, ex- uh, good place to spend my energy. Yeah. And actually, uh, exclusive for this podcast... Michael is uh, announcing he's going to become a professional uh, fencer slash professional wrestler. Nope. And uh, nope. <laughs> uh, shout out to Davin Rich Academy. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. And it, there's been a lot of time where you're, for us to investigate around San Jose and find all these interesting classes and places to go that I didn't know about before. And I think exploded because a lot of these companies and uh, stores shut down for a while, and now they're reopening and re-advertised to be like, hey, come on by. Well, and I feel like a lot of them uh, like have kind of blossomed out of this to be like, 
A, this is a different kind of activity. Yeah. Um, because people were like, I can do Pilates and yoga anywhere. I can do, you know, working out anywhere. You know, there's a specific place to do gym or things like that. And so these more unique exercise or physical activity or things like that are a way for you to have some fun while doing yeah. the physical activity. Yeah. Uh, I was just reading through our notes a little bit because we just haven't talked about it, but it's not really that important. But it it was funny because I was going to reflect a little bit on like how communication has evolved from the medieval quote unquote times, which is a lot, a lot of time and a very like a misnomer word of mouth. Yeah. Misnomer of a name speaking to people in yes. person. It was like letters and speaking face to face and the people way people would rage events is so like so much grander, but slow. Like you'd write them a whole letter. You, 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 you'd correspond back oh, and yeah. forth. And the then you'd be like, we'll meet in a month long. from now on April 12th. And I'm going to travel uh, by horse yes. for two weeks to get to this location and we'll figure out logistics. Yes. Uh, or like oh, my dearest friend, blah, blah, blah has just come in after months of not seeing them. And you know, you might do the same thing like with people who don't live in the same state as you. But it's a lot easier for you to connect with people, which means that the smaller amount of communication or sorry, the greater amount of communication that people are doing means that they want to make sure that the time they actually spend together is not just what they're doing constantly, just talking to each other. It's they want to be like, oh, well, we can talk to each other while doing this, while doing that. Um, And I just find that entirely uh, interesting the way communication has evolved to where the entire world is connected at every second. And it took the pandemic for people to start withdrawing from being connected all the time to really going back to engaging physically and like going, Hey, you just want to be next to each other and go for a walk and do all this kind of stuff. And I think that's very funny. (laughs) Well, I I think what the, the main thing is, is very interesting. So I think with our age in mind, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that we talked about is how um, socially it becomes more and more difficult to communicate. I, nowadays, it's very easy to communicate. Yes. You can message people on multiple different messaging apps. You can um, do Discord or things like that. Unless you're able to provide that consistent communication with each other, though. The relationship is not what it once was. Yes. Um, I feel like a lot more people have surface relationships with each other or um, maybe don't have as much connection as they used to unless you have that physical presence Mm -hmm. or unless you're doing an activity regularly with somebody. Um, And so, like, for me, I've grown to know a number of different people online. Um, Usually that is now... uh, gone away depending on like i said i usually do online gaming so when the game goes away then that social interaction goes away oh yeah um yeah we've gone through multiplayer games where i'm like richard yeah let's play and then richard's like i'm playing wow and then you and kirsten get to have wow time and then it was like we're not playing well i'm in an eternal void of nothingness that's where i'm at now yeah like kirsten's playing wow again um but I mean, like, like me, I'm waiting until June for Diablo because that's going to basically be a game that I already played the beta on. I am enjoying things like that. But 
unless I get into another game, like, I don't know, Call of Duty or something like that, I just don't see the point. Yeah. Especially because it's me probably getting in my old age, becoming a grumpy old man where it's like, I'm going to play a game and I'm going to immediately get bored. But that also has to do with my ADHD. Yeah. So, should you be a grumpy old man for a while? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it doesn't help that my face is leaking. So, so since his late twenties, he's been a, a grumpy old man. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and the, I think that's the same thing. Um, one of my friends in Texas right now, uh, we've been, we haven't, we've texted each other, but we used to talk to each other every week or every, yeah, every Thursday. Um, and then now we don't, we haven't talked really in about a month and a half to two months, maybe even two and a half months at this point, uh, because they got really busy with what they're doing in Texas and yeah. that life happens. Um, but you know, we had kind of had the thing, Oh, maybe we'll play games together. And then it goes, we have no multiplayer games to play. So There's therefore right our, now. our source of communication is just texting. Um, and they're also very busy. And so, so am I, I mean, I've got work every day and, uh, you know, my social groups that I hang out with down here that I'm just not thinking about making time for that person as well. So it's very interesting how your social dynamic can be so pinned on a game, uh, like a sort of piece the of media of, of or that interaction. Yeah. So like as an example, or even like a book club, I mean, you, like you have thing. physical interaction with your friends. Yes. And those ones you tend to hang out with because they're physically here. Yes. You have sometimes, um, Online friends. Sometimes it's just mentally here. Yeah, true. Or the uh, other way. <laughs> you have online or distance friends. Yeah. And those ones are usually like, depending on what's going on with them or how interactive. Mm. I'd say you're more, you interact more socially with like Nathan because he tends to, well, for one, he's in a place where he's really not doing much outside of work. He's like a man who lives in a cabin in yeah. the middle of nowhere. <laughs> exactly. But with internet. So, yes, yeah, it's with internet. Um, with a hotspot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's able to be social with you a lot more. Uh-huh. Um, and then, as you already just said, you have your friend in Texas who used to be more socially and now is not because they became busy with their lives. Yeah, and I'm all for that. You know, everybody well, finding what's what makes them happy. And that's the thing for me is like I'm I think back to like what I've gone through. Uh-huh. And I would say everybody transitions through those periods. So like in college, I had a number of friends and things like that. We graduated. Everybody moved to their own areas and did their own things. Yep. They've um, gone through their life milestones at different times of their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as I've gotten older, I've then you know gone through a number of different jobs and have work friends. And they do the same thing. They go through their social elements and things. Uh, what I find interesting about that, though, and what has happened to me more recently is that some of my work friends are now going through the milestones that my college friends have already gone through. <laughs> so it's like I feel like I was social with them like during the job. And then after the job, we did like reunion things for work. And now they're all getting married. They're all having kids and stuff like that. And so then it's like a rebound of like. Well, I've already done this a couple times. <laughs> I've already had friends that have done this a couple times. Just cool. Keep experiencing the same thing <laughs> over and over. See, it's, then it's crazy fun though. When all of your friends divorce and then remarry <laughs> and then have a new set of oh, kids I don't with those even other deal with that. <laughs> or they they what? they divorce and then they marry each other and oh, then Oh god. 
But I guess what I find interesting about it is it's those like niche life milestones to then affect the social dynamic. Yeah. Um, and you can't you can't get away with that. No, no, no. I mean, uh, dating, getting married, having kids really, really sucks up a lot of time. Unless you've got really cool friends who will come over and help with all that kind of stuff, you're kind of SOL. <laughs> I never would encourage that anyway. I, yeah. I was, I, the family dynamic I have, I don't think I would ever put my child in the, and be like, here, you don't, you now have my child. Hey, friend, come here. Yeah. You babysit my child. Yeah. You have a babysitter now. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I, I think that's pretty interesting for how social interactions evolve throughout your life. And they're only going to keep evolving. Yeah. Um, And it'll be really exciting to see um, how things like virtual concerts, tours. Oh, we didn't even talk about influencers. Like uh, how yeah. over the past three or four years, just observing other people on the internet has made people famous. Like, uh, I guess currently in TikTok world, there was a song called If I Were a Fish. Or if oh I yeah, that's, a fish. that's a huge and it blew thing. up. And yeah. this one little creator has probably been on TikTok for a while. Just made this song, it blew up, got viral, and now suddenly has thousands, or you know, if not hundreds of thousands of people who enjoy that song, and they're gonna keep making music and get True. money to make it. True. Um, the spotlight there, there's smaller spotlights that are much. There, there are an infinite amount of spotlights now that are all zooming in on people across the world. And I think that's kind of what the future of communication is going to do is everybody, everybody is going to have now their own little niche of entertainers, influencers, and media that they all consume. And their little bubbles will kind of interact with each other on, on a micro scale. Um, what will be interesting to see is how much algorithms influence that. So, uh, there with social media, you know, there are algorithms that kind of dictate what gets fed into you in terms of what you're, you're viewing and your capabilities. Yeah. Uh, TikTok touts that the algorithm that they do is kind of more neutral because it's creator based and things like that. Yeah. Even though obviously they probably have some sort of like, they're like, you like funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but it will be interesting to see, you know, if it then is turned into more open algorithms where it literally is dictating based off of your, uh, your viewing capabilities and what you like versus like, as an example, Facebook has like the algorithm that basically says like, we want to push you ads. And so we're going to push you ads based off of what you like. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but on that note, though, I think it will be the future will be more video based, more direct interaction, almost like how kind of Netflix does those choose your own adventure movies and things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I hope that, you know, socially that'll become more involved and less kind of how it is now. We get so it'll evolve from, you know, like the old, old, like everybody vote on your phone. What this character is going to do is going to do a jump off this car, B, stop the car, or C, uh, do a somersault and fly up into the air. It's like, you know, like a choose-your-own-movie <laughs> type of thing, but it's going to be more realistic, you know? It will be interesting. Everybody can sure. interact with everything all the time and have a hand in 
the way your entertainment and influencers interact with you. So, um, yeah, I think my brother's dying. So yeah. I think I we're going to wind out there. Uh, thank you everybody for joining us on this. My brother is sick podcast. I'm uh, not sick. That's the worst part. My brother's dying. Allergies. Um, and it's my mask. My mask shoves something up my nose and it's stink- stuck in there and then triggering my nose to just expel crap. I am going to stick more things up my brother's nose while he's asleep. But, so just so that everybody knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah CPAP. Yeah, we do. It pushes your pressure up your nose. Yep. I think I got a cat hair that magically is way up in there. Way up in there. <laughs> this happened actually when I when I was up at the mountain house. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, and I was trying a new mask, uh, and that that shot air directly up my nose, and so my nose was like, "What the heck are you doing to yeah. me?" And so then, literally for the next four days, I had just I was my face was exploding. That's this great. is a similar feeling, just not at that level. And I think it's because there was something that got caught up in there. And it's my lovely up, cats. It's way up in your sinus. I think so. Yeah. Well, it's, it's triggering really an allergic reaction. Really blow it up. I have been doing that for two days. Yeah. Um, so thank you for listening. Uh, like, share, review, share us with a friend, and we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.